Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. (sighs) Another long day on the ship. We all put in a hard day's work, and now it's time for bed. Uh, Which means it's time for me to end the day the way I always end the day, by going to my super secret and super private simulated universe. Let me just make sure the coast is clear. Hello, Peter, Megan, Nimini. Okay, everyone's gone to bed. Time to head to the simul room, the room on the ship that can simulate any environment or scenario in the world. Well, here I am in the simul room. Time to just load up my favorite program. Let's see, where is it? Okay, not that. Oh, here it is. Lee's Kingdom. And here we go. Ha! Fellow villagers, King Lee has returned to the kingdom. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Fair villagers, yes, tis I. Sir Lee the Brave, <laughs> here to rule my faithful peoples. Peace has been restored to the kingdom. Three cheers for King Lee. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! I'd like to thank each and every one of you villagers for doing your part to uphold the kingdom while I, Sir Lee the Brave, have been away. You, Samantha the Baker. Yeah. You, David the Blacksmith. All right. And you, Baby with a Mustache. Wait a second. Baby with a Mustache? Surprise! Hey, Lee. Baby with a Mustache, what are you doing here? This is my simulated world. I was wandering around the ship trying to find the bathroom when I stumbled into this simul room. Huh. 
Quite a world you built yourself here. Looks like you got yourself a cushy throne, a bunch of loyal subjects. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So anyway, this is more of a solo thing, so if you don't mind... I want I'd... in. Huh? This simulated adventure is now a two-player adventure. Oh, bye. <laughs> Other people just write for yourself. Just go for the imagination. This is weird. I want to know what's under all those bandages. Sheep, get out of here. We're trying to finish a story. The Snowy Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Hey, Lee, I don't get it. Are you a knight in this world or are you a king? Because some people call you Sir Lee the Brave like a knight, but other people are calling you King Lee like a king. I'm both, okay? Ugh, I do not have time to explain this to you, baby with a mustache. You have to get out of here. This is my virtual reality world. You need to leave. <laughs> don't understand. Sir Lee the Brave has always been a kind, benevolent king. What did we do to incur such ire from our ruler? What has now wrought? Oh, oh, what we This is No, no, everyone calm down. No, no, I mean, I mean, of course, baby with a mustache can stay. Listen up, though. I just have a few rules here. All right. We're going to have so much fun, everyone. Okay, but before we get started, how about we do a story? Okay, listeners, this first story has got it all. Scientists, bugs, brains, poisonous butterflies. Wait, poisonous butterflies? All right. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Vivian. I'm eight years old and I live in Colorado. And this is my story. It's called The Poisonous Butterfly. Ah, what a magical time in a beautiful town on a perfect day. As mayor, it is my duty to say a friendly hello to all my citizens. Hello, Mrs. Dalton. Hello, Mayor. I just went to the baker and he gave me a whole eight extra bread rolls. That's Baker's 20. What a perfect town. Oh, there's Hans, the milkman. Hello, Mayor. Hello, Mrs. D. I left your oat milk on the doorstep just the way you like it. I'm kidding. I threw it at your door from across the street. It shattered. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Oh, what a pleasant, drama-free town. Hello, other citizens. Hello. <laughs> Just another wonderful, fabulous day, because... This is our town, a not-so-far town, a shining star town, and nothing spooky ever happens here. Except for that Vivian the Scientist. She's always working alone in her spooky castle on the edge of town. The amount of times we've had to call the electrician because of unexplained power surges. She's always hanging out with bugs, the spookiest of creatures. She never orders any milk because she's too busy making the world a better place through science. So selfish. Oh, there's something flying towards me. Would you look at that? A beautiful, majestic butterfly. Oh, gorgeous. Oh. You know, 
I've never seen a neon green butterfly before. And with so many tiny skull and crossbone patterns on its wings. And they spell out the word poison. Oh, look, it landed right on my finger. Why, hello, beautiful butterfly. Oh, it stung me. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Butterflies can't sting. You're thinking of a wasp. You know, I've been stung over 50 times by... Don't be ridiculous. Butterflies can't sting. You must be thinking of Sting, who sang Fields of Gold. You know I own over 50 Sting out. Ow! It stung me. What a strange butterfly. Fresh bread for sale. Oh, look, it's the baker. Oh, hello, baker. Hello, everyone. I've got sesame rolls. I've got donut holes. I've even got bread bowls. That's just a roll where I lost the filling. I'll take one roll. You know, I actually don't feel great. You know, I actually don't feel well either. Maybe I'll feel better after a big, nice glass of brains. <clears throat> I mean milk. Don't worry, everybody. There's nothing our town song can't cure. Because... This is our town, a not-so-brains town. A shining brains town, and nothing remains Not our best version of that song. Anyway, who wants some bread? Brains. No, I said bread, not brains. Wait a sec. The only people hungry for brains are zombies. That butterfly must have turned the whole town into zombies. Run away! Meanwhile, on the edge of town. Oh, what a beautiful morning. I, Vivian the Scientist, can do all the experiments I want, alone in my castle, away from all the stress and noise of the town. I love it here. I can create all these wonderful creatures. I can hang out with all my bugs. Hey, ladybug. Hey, Vivian. Hi, I stink bugs. It's going to be a wonderful day because... This is my lab, feeling so fly lab. Reach for the sky lab, and lots of lovely science happens here. Oh gosh, I have to pick up bread for me and my bug friends. I'll have to run into town. Be good, bugs. Bye, Vivian! To town! Hello, Mayor. Cut any giant ribbons today? Not a morning person, are you? Hello, Mrs. Dalton. How's your son? Brains. I always did think he was smart. <laughs> Hans, the milkman. Good to see you. Milk brains. None for me, thanks. I appreciate the offer, though. Brains. Wait, why is everyone talking about brains? And why is everyone walking slowly towards me? Oh, no! The whole town must have turned into zombies! I have to go tell the police! <laughs> Officer, you have to help me! Sure thing, just fill out these brains. Ah! It's not safe, I'll have to run to the hospital! <laughs> Doctor, you have to help me! Sure thing, I'll just need to see your insurance brains. Ah! It's not safe, I'll have to run to the bakery! <laughs> Baker, you have to help me! 
Vivian, thank goodness it's you. A poisonous butterfly came and turned the whole town into zombies. I don't know what to do. A poisonous butterfly? We'll have to capture one so I can experiment and turn the whole town good again. Not to worry, I've already captured one. How? It's been in this net, brains, ever since it brains stung me. Baker, are you okay? Vivian, run! Brains! Save yourself! Brains! Uh, I have to get back home before it's too late! To the lab! I've been working at this for hours now, and I still don't know how to turn the poisonous butterfly good again, or how to stop the town from being turned into zombies. I'm all out of ideas! The townspeople must be right outside the door to my lab. What am I going to do? We might be able to help. Bugs? Bugs are some of the smartest creatures around. Really? Plus, we always have something useful in our backpacks. Give us a second to look. Hmm, bug magnifying glass. No, bug spray. Don't even know why we carry that. Oh, here, anti-poisonous butterfly potion. Wait, where are we? The last thing I remember, I was bragging about my son, and then it's all hazy. I think we turned into zombies, but how did we turn back? Wait, we're in Vivian the Scientist's lab. She must have saved us. Our hero! Don't forget about us! Yes, I couldn't have done it without my little helper bugs. Your bugs? They're every scientist's best friend. Vivian, you saved the whole town. We misjudged you and we're sorry. Please accept this reward. It's a giant key to the city. Terms and conditions do apply. I didn't do this for the reward. I just wanted to save the town and the people I love. At least let me offer you a free bread roll. Three bread rolls. A dozen three-tiered celebration cakes. Well, Mr. Baker, I sure can't turn that down because... This is our town, a not-so-far town, a shining star town, and nothing spooky ever happens here. Well, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Vivian, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Oh, my God. (laughs) How are you? Good. Vivian, you wrote The Poisonous Butterfly. Yeah. How did you get the idea for it? I love butterflies, and I've always wanted to be a scientist. What's interesting to you about science? Mm, It's just that I want to make potions and, like, create experiments, make something blow up or something. What makes an experiment work, and what are they for? Experiments are mostly for creating new things and sometimes just for fun. Experiments happen when you mix a couple of chemicals together and then it does something like bubble or explode or pop and make foam or something like that. That does sound exciting. So tell me about butterflies. You said you love butterflies. Yes, I love the way they flutter, and I like their colors. Some butterflies can bunt in just by putting their wings out, and they can go on a tree, and it scares away the predator. 
It's really cool. There are so many different kinds of butterflies, right? Small ones, big ones, different designs on their wings. Uh-huh, different patterns, and I like their cute little antennas. <laughs> They're so delicate, too, right? Yeah, if you pet one's wing, it might not be able to fly. They're very delicate. You can't touch one without hurting it. In your story, it's not a normal, beautiful butterfly, though. It is a weird, poisonous butterfly. How did you come up with that? I just like poison a lot. <laughs> I like poisonous animals, like the rattlesnake. And it's just super cool how they inject it. Why do you think some animals have poison and some animals don't? The animals that are poisonous don't have any other way to stay away from predators. Mm. And the animals that aren't poisonous have tons of ways to stay away from predators, like the butterfly. And in your story, the poisonous butterflies turn people into zombies. Yeah. I've always been interested into monsters, too. It's just super creepy, and I, and I like to get that feeling. Do you have a favorite kind of monster? <gasps> yes. The mummy. I want to know what's under all those bandages. <laughs> Vivian, what I like about you is that you're curious. Yes, and my biggest question is, why are we here? All the people, why are we here? What is our purpose? Do you think you'll ever find out the answer? No. Is that frustrating? Yes. Very. And what do you do with that feeling? Well, first I ask myself that question, why we are here and how. I think I think we're here because of God or something or the big boom. The big bang? Yeah, the big bang. I think both of them are possible and I really want to know if God made it or the Big Bang. Just a mystery. Do you think there ever could be an experiment to find out the answer to that? Maybe. In the future, when, like, cars are floating and stuff. How long will that be, by the way? 699 years. Oh, so we'll still be around. No. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wish. Maybe you can find out a way for us to still be around when you're a scientist. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. I want to find a way that people can live forever. Forever. (laughs) I'm really glad that there are people in the world like you who are thinking of the really hard questions and sort of dreaming of ways to find out the answers. Yeah, if we didn't have people that thought, life would be dull. We'd just be sitting around going like, I'm bored. Yes, and then growing beards. <laughs> Vivian, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for letting me know what's on your mind. You're welcome. This was so fun. Stay curious, okay? Okay. I will never let it go. Never let it go. Ever. I'll see you in 600 years, okay? <laughs> see you in 600 years. Bye, Vivian. Thank you. Bye. So, Lee, I thought maybe I could tag along with you for a typical day here in your digital kingdom. What are we going to do first? Uh, well, I was kind of hungry, so I was going to have the royal chef whip me up a meal. Great! I'm hungry, too. Oh, chef! Yes, my liege. I'm feeling a bit peckish. Do you think you could make me a peanut butter sandwich? Of course, my liege. Let me just grab my peanut butter and... Oh, oh no. I seem to be out of peanut butter. Gasp. 
Well, do you have any almonds? Almonds? Why, yes, of course. But I don't see how... We can just grind those up here and... Ta-da! Almond butter! <laughs> Why, I've never thought to use almond butter. I'll just put this on some bread. And you can add some bananas to it, too. Bananas? And maybe a bit of honey and a dash of cinnamon and, oh, some bacon. And voila, a brand new sandwich. Ew, an almond, butter, banana, honey, cinnamon, bacon sandwich? That, that sounds terrible. I bet it won't taste good at all. In fact, it probably tastes like, oh, wow. Baby with a mustache, this sandwich is amazing. I've never had one of my recipes improved before. Everyone in the kitchen, three cheers for a baby with a mustache. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Okay, all right, time to move on, everybody. Thanks for the meal. It's, uh, it's time to sign new decrees. Yes, I should review all the new parliamentary bills that are on my desk and sign some of them into law. All right, I love me some civic duty. First order of business, ah yes, the free ice cream law. <clears throat> A law giving everyone in the kingdom free ice cream. And with the stroke of my pen, there. Now everyone in the town gets free ice cream. Hear ye, hear ye. King Lee has granted all residents of the kingdom free ice cream. Oh! All right. Hold up, hold up, wait. Stop your cheering. I haven't got a spoon. Huh? Yeah, me neither. No spoons. And there are no spoons for the ice cream! Wait, everyone, calm down! Huh? You there, David, was it? You're you're a blacksmith, right? That's right, you babiness. Why don't you make everyone in town a spoon? And we'll pay you using some of the royal funds. Uh, okay, baby with the mustache. <laughs> nice try. But you can't just solve this problem using the monarchy's money. I need that. I'll do it. Spoons for everyone. It's a dragon. That's right. Bow to me, you peasant. Aha. Now we're talking. This is my time to shine. Time to stop being a king and start being a knight. Dragon, meet your match, for I am Sir Lee the Brave, and I... Wait! Baby with a mustache, what are you doing? Employing some conflict resolution skills. <clears throat> Mr. Dragon. Dr. Dragon, actually. Oh, my apologies. Dr. Dragon, what is it that makes you want to rule this town? Well, because I... Oh, but nobody's ever asked me that before. Wow, I suppose it's because of my relationship with my father. Mm, I see. Do you think maybe you could reconcile with him? <laughs> I, uh, I can, and I will. I, I have to go. I'm so sorry, everyone. Papa, Papa, I'm coming home. Baby with the mustache saved us from the dragon. Free cheers for Baby with the Mustache! Hip hip! No! Huh? Baby with the Mustache, you have ruined my simulation! This was supposed to be my private happy place where I'm in charge and everyone loves me and now everyone loves you! I've had it! I quit! Gasp! <gasps> we'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. 
Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here. Thank you. This seems like a lot of... It's here. Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy. I can't stop. Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Wait, the king has quit? The king can't quit. Can the king quit? Well, I know that knights certainly can't quit. Wait, is he a king or is he a knight? Both. Both. Everyone, please calm down. I can fix this. Please just sit tight and I'll be right back. Simulation, power down. Uh, wait. <laughs> Lee? Where are you? Well, I turned off the simulation in the simul room. I'm in here. I'm in this broom closet. Lee, what's wrong? I'm sad, baby with a mustache. That simulation was the one place in the whole ship where I felt like I was in control. People in that kingdom actually listened to me and respected me and adored me. I was a king. And a knight. And a knight. It's all ruined. Oh, Lee, it's not ruined. 
You already have all of those things right here on the ship, in every part of it, not just the simul room. Really? Yes! Everyone on this ship trusts your leadership. We literally wouldn't know what to do without you. Just because we're not bowing at your feet and cheering for you every day doesn't mean we don't love you. You're our hero. And also, I'm sorry for ruining your simulation. That's okay, baby with a mustache. Anyway, I don't think I need it anymore. What? Really? I know what I have to do now. Well, hey, where are you going? Back to the simul room. One last time. King Lee has returned! Attention! Loyal inhabitants of the kingdom, I'd like to thank you all for serving me so well while I've been your king. And our knight. And your knight. Thank you, David. But I feel like my time has come to an end. I realized that I created all of you because I needed to feel loved, but in truth, I am already loved by my story pirate friends. So it is with a heavy heart that I must say goodbye. Computer, delete simulation. Wait, can you save Horace? Ah, shoot, too late. You did the right thing, Lee. Boy, we've had quite an adventure and it's way past my bedtime. Hey, uh, before you go to bed, wanna do another story with me? I'd love to. Great. Listeners, this next story is about one of the greatest feats of strength that humans have ever accomplished. That's right, I'm talking about the cartwheel. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Gabriella, and I'm six years old, and I live in Arizona. This is my story, Cartwheel Girl. Wow, I've just been bored. Congratulations, it's a beautiful baby. That must be the doctor. I think I'll name her Ella. And that must be my mom. What a lovely name. My name is Ella. I love it. I'm so happy that I was born. I could just... Whoa. Did my newborn baby just do a cartwheel? She did. This is... Not good. Oh no, Doctor, what's wrong? Well, I've only seen this once before. It doesn't have an official name, but it's a known condition we call... Can't stop doing the cartwheels. <gasps> but it's not all bad. Many see it as a special ability. A special ability? A special ability. Yes, a special ability. She can't help but do cartwheels, especially when she's happy. So that's very positive. Until it ruins her life. So just decorate your house with floor-to-ceiling gymnastic mats and she'll be fine. My goodness, this is a lot to take in. Are there any side effects I should know about? Just one small side effect, nothing too serious. Your child now has x-ray vision. What? My Ella can see through things? No, it means she can see ghosts. Does it though? I can't believe I have x-ray vision. That's so awesome. I could just... Okay, she needs to stop doing car wheels. She just crashed into all those hospital pots and pans. I should really stop cooking my dinner in the operating room. I think we should leave. I understand. Oh, one last thing, Ella's mom. You must keep her special ability a secret. A secret? 
Why? Who knows? Have a nice life! Ella, wake up! It's the future and we've had a really nice life so far! Whoa! I'm all grown up now! I'm a little girl! Yes, you are, Ella! Yes, you are! And now it's time for rock band practice! Oh, that's right! I can't wait! Now, Ella, try not to be too happy about it! You know what happens when you're too happy! Can't stop doing the cartwheels. And there's no cure. That's not a good thing, Mom. Oh, you'll be fine. I've padded the inside of the car with gymnastics, Max. Ugh, I'll just walk. Okay, Ella. And don't forget, you must keep your special ability a secret. Or else... Or else what, Mom? Who knows? <laughs> Have a nice practice. Ella, Ella, you're here. Hey. Hi, Joan. Hi, Lily. Ready to rock and roll? I sure am, Alex. We were rock band. Rock a rock a rock a. We were rock band. Rock a rock a roo. We love rocking. Rocking and a roller hit the music. Always makes us move. I'm so happy right now. I could just. cartwheeled into Joan's pot and pan percussion set. And now we can't play anymore. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help myself. Hey, it's not our fault. It's a known condition. Can't, can't stop, stop doing, doing the, the cartwheels. cartwheels. We, we know. But this happens every practice. Ella can't stop doing cartwheels, and then we have to stop playing our instruments. I'm tired of it. Ella, in the 60 seconds since we started this conversation, Lily and I have decided to add a new bandmate. And here he is now. Meet Craig. What's up? Up uh, Hi, Craig. I'm excited to play with you. Now, Ella, Craig is your replacement. You're out of the band. Better luck next time. <laughs> We're sorry. Or not. <laughs> That's so <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> Ella, you need to get it together. If you're not careful, these happy, fun cartwheels could ruin your life. Like it did mine. Ghost cartwheel. <gasps> Holy moly, a ghost. And it just did a cartwheel. You can see me. Yes, I have x-ray vision. I can totally see ghosts. And now... I'm gonna totally run away. I'm out of here. But wait, I have something to tell you. Oh, here I am at home, safe in my bedroom. I'm so happy I outran that ghost. I could just. I just crashed into my science fair project, a diorama of the solar system made entirely of pots and pans. Interesting choice. I only ever used styrofoam. Wait a minute. You're that ghost. You followed me home. Wait. No way. Stop. Uh, oh, something just grabbed the back of my neck and now I can't move. Will you just listen to me? No way. If I can just think of happy thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yes, I'm free! Hey, 
Hey, you scraped me. Oh, you felt that? I didn't know ghosts could feel. Well, we can. I'm sorry. It was an accident. But can you blame me? You're a scary ghost. I didn't float into your room to scare you. You didn't? No, I want to teach you how to not do cartwheels. Really? Yes, cartwheels were a big problem for me. And now I want to help other people afflicted with can't stop to win the cartwheels. Oh my, is that what turned you into a ghost? Oh no, I lived until I was 103, but people thought I was a big weirdo. Cartwheeling all over the place, especially later in life. The older you get, the harder cartwheeling is on the old knees. Of course, you can still do cartwheels whenever you want, and you should. They're fun. But I'm just going to teach you how to control it. Cool. To stop yourself from doing involuntary cartwheels, just sing this song. No more cartwheels. Carta, carta, carta. No more cartwheels. Carta, carta, cool. Yes, it's fun. No more cartwheels, carta, carta, carta. No more cartwheels, carta, carta, coo. Yes, it's fun to cart it and a wheel it, but now it's all up to me. Wow, that song made me so happy. You know what that means. It means I'm gonna. Uh... Hey! Nothing happened. I didn't do a cartwheel. That's because you didn't want to cartwheel right now. But whenever you do, you can. Good job. Want to sing the no cartwheel song one more time? You don't need x-ray vision to see that I do. (laughs) (laughs) No more cartwheels. Carta, carta, carta. No more cartwheels. Carta, carta, coo. Yes, it's fun to carta and a wheel it. But now it's all up to me. That'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Vivian and Gabriella. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a great escape. First, come up with a brand new character from your imagination, then tell us where they are, why they need to get away from there, and most of all, what is their brilliant plan to escape. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our staff writer is Mike Cavallon, and contributing writers are Dylan Fugel, Peter McNerney, Monique Moses, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Dewey Cadell, Sasha Diamond, Maddie Fisher, Dylan Fugel, Lindsay Inahosa, Al King, Mahala Lawrence, Jack Mitchell, Peter McNerney, Monique Moses, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Sam Reef Passaru, Dominic Russo, Peter Russo, Joanna Simmons, Billy Soko, Becca Trabin, Emily Verla, Jamie Watson, and Nimini Ware. 
additional production in Cartwheel Girl by Jack Mitchell and additional production in The Poisonous Butterfly by Eric Gerson. Okay, now that that episode's over, I can go to my real super secret and super private simulated universe. That's right. Sir Lee the Brave was a red herring. I made it up to teach Baby with a Mustache a lesson about friendship. The simulated universe I really use to relax is, just punch it in, this one. Agent Lee, red alert. Two cyborgs have escaped the maximum security cyborg place. There is only one person who can track them through this futuristic city and catch them with their big arm muscles. It's you. Makes sense. Because I'm a cyborg detective agent cool guy. <laughs> Fire up the hoverboards. It's time to catch some cyborgs. Let's go! 